I love inside jokes. Love to be a part of one someday. People just need to chill out a little bit on some of this stuff. 60% of the time, it works every time. For the children. Hey, freaks. This is the Brian Suits Show. Hey, I'm Sub 30 KTTH. Hour number two of, uh, of your Monday uh, here. A topsy turvy week of weather, according to the. Seattle Office of the National Weather Service uh, or something. But uh, anyway, it's supposed to be, it was plenty cold at my house. Rain was falling as snow at 3 a.m., producer Greg. How, how goes Renton? No frost on my windshield, but I have to say there's a bit of trepidation in my mind because I was thinking of driving to Leavenworth this weekend, but I don't want to be going in a snowstorm over Highway 2. What ho? Did you say you, Leavenworth? Have you thought about... I could use a bratwurst and a beer on Saturday, but... 90 to blew it. I mean, 90 to, uh, to uh, whatever it is, 97, that, that cutoff that goes from yeah, right before Ellensburg. Does that just add an extra, like, half hour, though? <laughs> Versus eating your children for sustenance? <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be worth it. Okay. <clears throat> um, noted. But then again, I'm thinking from a world where you don't fire snowplow drivers who sit alone in a truck for 12 hours by themselves ah. because they didn't get vaccinated. Right. I don't. I can't speak to the the what you call it uh, uh, issue. I, you know, I'm thinking of swinging by my friend's house on at Jose. You know that at the north end of Beacon Hill, it was condemned by the city in 1917. Uh, some seismic thing or a bribe or or whatever. Uh, but that, that is now and has been since 2017. Dr. Jose Rizal, city park, it's, it's city property. Let me describe it. Let me describe it uh, to ye. So, so let's say you're coming up uh, on the five, okay, on the Golden State. So you're coming up on the five and you're going to take the 90 to Boston. So as you know, over, you're going to go under West Seattle Freeway as it goes to Seattle, but to the west part. And stay in that right lane, and then inevitably it, it slows down. So as you get on I ninety, it goes, it does uh, one eighty. It, it it goes all the way around the north end of Be- Beacon Hill. So that round area that you're just driving around, the west side of it is a city park, and there's a dude who's building a cabin in a city park. He's been he's interacted with Honky McGill several times, not deterred because he knows there's no follow up in in Seattle. What I didn't know. Is that there's an off-leash dog park uh, up there? I, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take anyone's dog there, you know, even your pit bull. But uh, I mean, because this is, in my living experience, there has been blue tarps or tents along I five at that stretch for thirty years. I mean, people have been living along that hillside because there's it's it's city property. The city apparently doesn't care what what happens to it. So now you got a guy. Uh, who's and and I mean, you know, heads up. Um, and I mean, I don't, I can't believe I'm going back to this particular source. But hey, Channel Thirteen, you might want to. There's a backstory. How does this lunatic homeless guy have? This is like one of those little rental uh, backyard uh, front end loaders, or I mean, uh, backhoes. <clears throat> it's a Kubota, something like that, and they deliver it on the flatbed. Uh, they, you know, it goes goes down. You have it for three days. It's two hundred bucks a day or whatever, and you do yard work, and then they come and get it. Well, I mean, it's tiny. It's 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 like a kid's toy, but 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 bigger. 
Anyway, that's what they got. And it's got treads. It, it moves around on its own, you know, sort of like tank tread, bulldozer treads. And so the guy um, is using it to tear up a city park and make it level so that he can build a cabin. And well, and, and eventually a cabin. Right now it's a bunch of uh, branches for for frame and then tarps. But he has a fire. He's having fun. He's not complaining. Um, and he, he's, he's all by himself except for the part that he doesn't own the land that he's on. There's a legal ploy that he might be employing until you hear him talk. But uh, he is right now. You can come, they come through the border on asylum. They don't. No, not that guy. I'm sorry. I, my bad. That was a cheap uh, trick. And I didn't mean to do it. Its only problem is it's not supposed to be here in Dr. Jose Rizal Park. Even the signs. Its only problem is it's not supposed to be here in Dr. Jose Rizal Park. And and, and by the way, Dr. Jose Rizal is a, um, a respected Filipino intellectual and uh, democratic uh, pioneer. No connection to Seattle whatsoever, except for the large Filipino uh, community. Unlike Doc Maynard, who uh, actually had was a doctor here. Trespassing. The cabin is the latest saga surrounding Steve Irwin. Okay, so there's not a cabin yet. Uh, and our, our good friend from a uh, non-government-supported uh, homeless outreach uh, is is there surveying the scene. This is city land. Why not make an arrest for vandalism, for trespassing? The cabin is the latest saga surrounding Steve Irwin, the homeless man who's facing criminal charges for digging up the hillside of the Seattle City Park with an excavator back in October. Now let's say it's you and it's Ravenna. Okay, what would happen? Just ask. Or, or West Seattle, uh, West Seattle Park, one of the great city parks on the West Coast. You you rent this thing, you're, you're tearing up West Seattle Park. How long do you get to do that? I mean, this is one single person destroying the East Duwamish Trail. One person over and over and over and over again. Andrea Suarez is with We Heart Seattle. She's done homeless outreach, trying to get Irwin help and off the land that belongs to Seattle Parks and Recreation, but nothing's worked. He has job skills. He can run an excavator. He can build a home. He can install windows. He sure can. Let's put him to work, except he told me, I don't want to work. I want to be off the grid. And he told me, I don't want a home. And if I did have a home, I'd still have a cabin in the woods because he's just dead set on this is his right and um i don't it's been hard to convince him otherwise unfortunately fox 13's and then, you know what i'm i'm all for that guy okay you know be uncomfortable and all that crap but i can't do it and you can't do it because of like the laws we obey and stuff like that but um uh he and and this is this is a this is the, the part where i'm i'm not a practicing shall we say state mandated or approved psychologist i'm just going to tell you you put a camera in this guy's face and yeah he will say i don't want to work i just want to be left alone here on this city park that i'm tearing up with an excavator and you're not dealing with a, a full not not a not a not a one deck shoe shall we say cameras got an up close look at Irwin's cabin and now i'm tired of you know what I mean? And it's like once I get like, this close to finishing something or something, then something happens. Erwin. That's as, that's, I got out of it what you all got out of it. That's as as most as, or as much as he can explain himself. So, I you know, I don't have any objections to his lifestyle choice. He seems like the kind of guy that you find as skeletal remains in a tent on the east side of Queen Anne, you know, 
I mean, I think I, I, I mean, it's, and that that guy that was the second skeleton in less than a year found around uh, a park in Seattle. The, the skeleton number one was actually in that zip code at the north end of Beacon Hill. And because they don't bother each other. Hey, are you a skeleton yet? Can I borrow your tent? But Insanity is becoming the new normality. Yeah. So, I mean, um, you know, I'm not saying he's mic'd really great, but I, from what I can get from the guy. He's close to finishing something or something, then something happens. Erwin. So, upon further listening this morning, what he's complaining about is that when he gets close to finishing, and he, and he calls what, what you see in, in this uh, video close to finishing, look, it's a frame of sticks and branches hammered into the ground uh, with suspending a blue tarp, you know, the ubiquitous Seattle blue tarp. If that's close to done, I mean, you know, then, you know, get ready for the housewarming, I guess. But he has, a, he has propane, a propane stove, you know, with the actual container, the whole thing. That's what's blowing up all the time. They shoot each other with shoot their propane stoves. And uh, not exactly a state OSHA kind of requirement for open flame and things like that. My and I don't have an issue with the guy's lifestyle. I have I have an issue of his life werrel. Um if he wants to go to a national forest, go deal with federal rangers on that one. But he's in the city of Seattle. And I, I don't know where he got this excavator. He and I'll, I'll confirm as far as he looks like he looks like he knows what he's doing. It's not that those are super hard. They have like a joystick. They're actually they're kind of fun. Um, I mean, it would it would be neat. Beautiful young female. But I wouldn't I would be driving onto a city park and 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 doing it. What's that park that everyone uses? All the news people use up on uh, Queen Anne, and it's the North Slope, and you get the Seattle, the whole city. Homeless Mecca. Yeah, there you go. Like, I'm not going to dig outhouse trenches there, though somebody should. But uh, so, I, you know, I don't know what to say. What, to say, what do you do with the guy if you can't hold him because it's all misdemeanor vandalism? Really? If that's misdemeanor vandalism and he's scraping, uh, you know, a city park, the, the one thing is no one but the homeless are at that park. People keep their dogs on leash because they're food sources. They don't, at the off-leash park, they don't let the dogs off because there's too many vagrants. They make it untenable, unvisitable uh, as a park. Shared with Fox 13, this is where he plans to build his home. Other video shared with our station shows he's got a generator, books, electronics, and more. Multiple forms of fuel. He has gasoline, propane, kerosene. He has open-air fires. Does he need a roommate? <laughs> I mean, I, and the other thing is omnipresent I-5 sound. And and that's where I'm buying it that he doesn't he doesn't live by your rules the man whoever Sounds you are like the out ocean. there you are the man the man's out there listening I think the the man listens to me I'm 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 just saying perhaps Rattlesnake Ridge might be might be uh, of your of your choosing if if uh, it, way, way less noise and uh, and the whole bit. But that it bummed me out because I, I, you know, that's the thing. I'm looking for desolation with the dogs. You know, I'm, I'm looking for a place to get them off leash, let them chase rabbits and the whole thing. And I know where to go, but I wouldn't live there. And if, if, if I won the lottery and I could buy it, sure, maybe, if as long as I had a view. But uh, I'm going to shut up because it's time for know it all. <laughs> didn't have to do that. Know it all. All right. Well, 
You know, NBC explained to us that some helicopters are different from other helicopters because these are two-seaters. Uh, Richard Engel, their primary foreign correspondent, live from his balcony at the Marriott in Kiev, he really boiled World War II down to its constituent parts. And what happens if you don't oppose a dictator, then, well, take it away, Richard. As that happened in World War II, where a dictator was appeased, and then ultimately you had U.S. troops machine gunned on the beaches of Europe. Right there on the beaches Wait, of well, Europe. That was a quick yeah. uh, one-two punch. My God, I could have saved like four semesters in, 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 in my history minor. In summation. But, so again, wait. How do you spell it? Is it H-I-T-L-E-R or H-I-L-T-E-R? I'm, I'm missing this. So As that happened in World War II, where a dictator was appeased, and then ultimately you had U.S. troops machine gunned on the beaches of Europe. In thongs, I bet. Uh, so anyway. Well, thing two. Second thing. Well, uh, Putin may have his El Cid. Uh, there's a couple different popular culture references uh, to what I'm about to mention. Do you ever watch Vikings on the History Channel? I know of it. But that was great. And um, uh, and I already forgot the Viking king's name, but um, his son took over for him, was killed in battle the night before the big ultimate battle, and they propped him up in his saddle, and they and they slapped the horse in the butt and made the dead body, you know, ride his horse because they thought he had been dead. Well, now he was standing up, and he was very dead, just like El Cid uh, in his battle to get the Moors out of Spain. They they. Tied him to his saddle and sent him at the moors, and the moors scattered. Well, from little acorns, mighty oaks grow. Okay, that's the most hopeful I can be uh, on this. Russian authorities are doubling down, saying opposition activist Alexei Navalny died of natural causes and are threatening to let his body decompose unless he is buried in secret, according to his family. They don't want a, a, a post-op. On him, they don't want any forensic pathology, not blood taken, not hair, nothing, especially not hair. Um, Navalny's mother uh, is now more and more becoming a thorn in Putin's side because prominent Russian, not just uh, dissidents outside of Russia, but some popular entertainers in Russia are separating the politics of living in Putin's Russia with the sacrilege in the Eastern, in the Russian Orthodox Church of keeping a mother separated from her son's body and then threatening to let him decompose. I mean, that's a hell of a threat. And, and in, in some cases, people are publicly on Russian internet saying that we've always known that Putin's faith was, uh, was a fraud because no actual faithful Russian Orthodox would keep a uh, mother from her son's, you know, sacred remains. He's, it's almost at, at a point here on whatever day six, day seven that he's been dead, that he's more powerful in death than he was in life because he, he was a caged canary until Putin popped his head off. And he's more powerful as a corpse than a, as a live guy. Now, because when he was alive, <clears throat> nobody in Russian entertainment said, uh, you know, maybe take a minute and listen to him. That's kind of interesting. I didn't know Putin was so rich. Now that he's dead, all bets are off. He's no one's enemy anymore. Give his mother his body. And it's becoming clear to people that Putin does not want anyone taking a hair sample or anything because 
because chemicals, drugs, uh, stuff like that, it, it, your your hair retains a memory of what the body absorbed uh, for months and months and months and months. But uh, anyway, in a video posted on YouTube on Thursday, his mother, or I'm sorry, his uh, his widow. Um, said she'd been allowed to see or not the mother uh, to see her son's body and death certificate. And guess what? The death certificate said natural causes. Um, officials in Selikard, the town in northern Russia where his body's being kept in a morgue that's a little warmer than it should be, uh, told her they would only release it to her if she agreed to bury him without a funeral. And they said, if you don't do that, then we're going to bury him here on the uh, premises and that the the ultimate Russian Orthodox uh, sin apparently is cremation, um, I, I guess. But um, Putin ha is keeping with him, and this is something. This is a depth that you're not going to get anywhere in the American media. Putin knows by heart the story of Stalin and Hitler's corpse, and this is a little known fun fact about the the end of uh, World War II in Europe. Stalin was so obsessed with preventing a legend because Stalin and the Bolsheviks knew more than anybody the powerful of a, the power of a corpse. If you've ever been to Moscow, I do recommend getting in line and seeing Lenin's corpse. The legend is that they missed when they originally embalmed him because he looks like he just went to sleep, doesn't he? Well, here's the thing. The legend is that that's not him. That they somebody missed a stitch when they embalmed him, and they wound up with something about the size of a GI Joe, and the texture of uh, bacon, and so it's, and they said we can't put that on display. Are you kidding? Uh, well, so anyway, same thing happened when Stalin died. Is they had to make the corpse uh, look pristine because people were going to see him up front for, for the first time ever, you know, without red square uh, between them and, and the whole thing. Um, Putin knows the power of a corpse, and he knows that Stalin was dead set that Hitler's body should be identified, found, and then the head removed and the brain sent to Moscow, which, which is true. It still exists to this day. But that no marker, nothing whatsoever, an ossuary, a legend of a pile of bones, nothing at all, no trace of Hitler should be left behind. Um, so Hitler, right after the world's worst honeymoon, where he poisons uh, Eva Braun, takes poison himself, shoots the dog, Blondie, the German Shepherd, which looks like a fine dog, totally innocent. I hold it uh, un unguilty uh, for anything that happened in World War II. Hitler shoots it and then shoots himself. So what happened was Joseph Goebbels, before poisoning his entire family, had taken out himself and his wife. You know, what, what a prince. He, he and a bunch of SS guys take Hitler's body up to the surface. They pour gas on Eva Braun and Hitler, and they burn him. And, that, and that's it. Um, well, so Stalin said, you find that meat and you get rid of it. And so he empowered a detachment of the secret police, NKVD, and they had a get-out-of-jail-free card that said, whoever you are, whatever your rank is, you work for me. I'm the captain now. Those are my tanks. Those are my men. Do whatever, do whatever I say. And don't ask me what my mission is. And that's that's a true story. And Putin is living like that, where he has this, um, he, he's poisoned a dissident. He poisoned uh, an enemy that he was keeping alive on a string just to show he could. Now he doesn't want to give the body to the mom. And people are starting to come around to, you know, maybe Putin did have him killed. 
And uh, but uh, so anyway, we'll we'll uh, we'll see how that goes um, when we come back inside the funding frenzy at if you uh, in Silicon Valley right now, believe it or not, people and their money are easily parted. If you just say, hey, I have an AI startup. Guess what? You make a bunch of money uh, back in a second. Uh, also, Ryanair. Um, is telling Boeing where to get off and the Boeing shareholders tried to tell the board where to move back to and the board blocked it. But uh, the the latest, somebody grabbed the control column because the thing is headed toward the mountains. Uh, the latest on the the flight path of Boeing um, right after this, AM770 KTTH. KTTH, uh, say experts. Hello, is anybody home? Where? Um, so there, there you go. Um, well, uh, the you know I I I, I had sh uh, shortchanged uh, Governor Gavin Newsom. I didn't hear this one clip that you have. I I, th I think the clip that I have shows what a phony he is, and then he's acting like, "What are you talking about? I'm just here to I'm here to celebrate uh, Biden, not uh, not bury him." You know, what do you say uh, about the Ides of March and uh, the whole thing? So in my in my clip, he's he's stunned, he's shocked that you would even bring up that he would take Biden's place on the ticket. Let's talk about you, Governor. Days after that special counsel report came out questioning the president's age and his memory, the Washington Post reported that anxious Democrats reached out to top Biden donors to ask, "quote When is Gavin getting in? Or how about Whitmer or Shapiro?" The buzz has not stopped. I know you've been asked this before, but do you still rule out a run in 2024? Oh, I mean, oh. I, I am. Oh, yeah, I, I love how he let her finish, by the way. Okay, so here's the one I didn't hear that you got. It, was this, I'm going to say the one I just played was before this. But I mean, if you sit there, and by the way, I, and look, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to deny I'm a sexist, misogynist pig, but to see... National media people gush over the guy is so. He has nice hair. So twenty nineteen. Well spoken. I mean, what more do you want in a presidential? I candidate? mean, how, you know, tell me you've never been to California without saying you've never been to California by gushing over Gavin Newsom because you know because I got to say in D.C. you're not used to a politician below sixty three. You know, who's flexible and, and can cross his legs or whatever, or make such great hand gestures. But so anyway, this this is this is a another another question, another choreographed question between uh, Kristen Welker, Meet the Press, and Newsom. Seventy-six percent of voters say they have real concerns about President Biden's ability to serve a second term. Do you think it's responsible for Democrats to put him at the top of the ticket, given those concerns? Responsible? I revere his record. I, oh, I'm affronted that he would even ask me that. So I mean. It, basically the same setup twice in the same interview. 
yesterday morning. So no, no wonder my friend said, are you catching this crap? So uh, anyway, well, that we'll find out tomorrow because tomorrow is a Michigan primary. And, and again, I'm not going to waste your time with it because I'm not going to waste my time with it. And uh, unless, unless it, it makes fun of Lindsey Graham. So Trump wins in South Carolina. Not a big surprise. Kind of a surprise. The the one thing that uh, Nikki Haley is hanging on to is that she says uh, that she got forty uh, percent, and like that's significant. Today in South Carolina, we're getting around forty percent of the vote. You know, you know what uh, the Koch brothers said today, or apparently yesterday, was you're getting zero percent of her money from now on. <laughs> so, so there, there's that. Or you know what? To to be really cruel, it would have said, well. You'll get 40% of our, of our last contribution. So the money is running from Haley, uh, but not running out. She still has money. Well, and is she just staying in to be the protest candidate? So Trump got about 60% of the primary vote in South Carolina, Nikki Haley 40%. In terms of raw numbers, 450,000 votes for the former president and 300,000 GOP voters turned out for Nikki Haley. That's not an insignificant number necessarily. Yeah. Well, oh, oh, have you gone to the tabs? Because on the tabs, uh, they found that Republican voters Voters in South Carolina. Now, again, you know, remember these are people that think that you have to pay dues to be in NATO. But a whole, a significant number of them, not just Haley voters, but all Republicans, say they would not vote for Trump if he has a conviction, right? In any of these thingies. And is there any world possible in the near future where Haley stays in the race and it's a three-way race on election day? Is that even a possibility? I, Where she tries to siphon off some Biden voters and some GOP voters? I don't. In a Ross Perot-like fashion, No, because, because Biden's next political ploy is to do this performance tough-on-the-border crap, and with, and completely ignoring that everything wrong with illegal immigration coming into this country and murdering like a student at the University of Georgia, he signed an executive order allowing them in. So there's, uh, there, there's that. And he's, he's a master of the issue. Years right now, you can come, they come through the border, an asylum. They don't not able to see an asylum officer. They get a bracelet and they get put in the country and they get come say come back in seven years, come back in seven years when we're able to hear your case. And he did that. He reversed all the uh, the Trump uh, orders and uh, and there you go. And so that's that's how you get. I I find the quote where there was some. I don't know what the dinner was uh, over the weekend. Um, but it was a formal occasion, and he was rested up, uh, black tie, um, giving an address, and he was standing apparently in front of a portrait of Lincoln. And he was trying to read a Lincoln quote from this uh, Civil War, which I've ever heard of. And it was the, <clears throat> the Lincoln quote about magnanimity and victory. It was towards the end of the war, and he said, we must, you know— <laughs> Here I am paraphrasing Lincoln, but he said something about the better angels of our nature and uh, and all that. The mystic chords of memory, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> yeah, okay, Rhino. <laughs> that's, that's me, Lincoln. Okay, Rhino. Um, and um, and here I am mocking Biden's inability to just. Well, okay, he was reading it, um, and I'll but I'll find it because front sold it uh, too much. Corn Pop was a bad dude. That's the guy. Um, so, all right, now we, we have to turn towards the, the world of entertainment, which I uh, rarely dip my, my big toe in. So I, I hadn't heard the controversy. This guy, Shane Gillis, is. does he have a Netflix special? 
I had not heard because of him until no last week, I have to confess. And his origin story is, I think around 2019, he was hired as an SNL writer. And just after four days of being brought on staff, some comments surf- surfaced that uh, social media deemed In the stand-up. Yeah, he was using pejoratives for Chinese persons. Right. And- he said... And I'm- oh, oh, here it is. <laughs> okay, I, I He was let it. go from SNL, but then became extremely popular over the last couple of years. And then SNL and actually invited him to host. So it's an interesting study, case study in cancel culture and who can overcome cancel culture, in my view. What are the critics saying? That he over, that he crushed it or what? Uh, it's a mixed bag. There were some funny sketches. I, the benefit of SNL is that if something fails three minutes later, you never see you've, it. you've yeah. got a whole nother uh, sketch to play. But I thought one was rather funny where they poked fun at uh, Trump sneakers and Gillis' performance was uh, comical. Um, yeah, Trump hasn't really – I mean, I, I, you know, he's touching into something, and I think that the older you know, liberal media doesn't quite get that kids talk – in sneaker language, they go to sneaker con and and the whole thing. And if they knew what they were doing, they would have Biden unveil uh, sneakers. But they thought they felt it was condescending because of things that Trump said about. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna connect with black people because of a booking photo and because of sneakers. And they poo pooed that. But the truth of the matter is, it's work. It, it it's it's no one's offended by it. A thousand pairs sold out. At three hundred ninety nine a pop, a cool three ninety nine a pop. That's a little more expensive than my Hoka's. Um, yeah, but but uh, unlike those, the uh, the Trump sneakers, uh, they hug. Um, not not like he hugged to Lindsey Graham. Remember back in twenty fifteen, Trump doxed Lindsey Graham. He gave out his personal cell phone number, and Lindsey Graham's still around. And I mean, it's kind. Of, I'm kind of embarrassed for him, but. Trump wins, and he's in front of the home crowd, the South Carolina South Carolina crowd. He wants Lindsey to get up and take the mic and say something, and the crowd is not having. He it. happens to be a little bit uh, further left than some of the people on the stage, <laughs> but I always say, when I'm in trouble on the left, I call up Lindsey Graham, and he straightens it out so fast. I, I love. It. By the way, I don't think of him as 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 left. Maybe in the MAGA Republican Party, maybe he is. Um, I, 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 I think just because uh, he goes the way of the wind is why I wouldn't vote for the guy. But, but I mean, this is his uh, – these are his people. This is his tribe. This is, these are South Carolina Trump Republicans. So fast. And I'll tell you – no, 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 no. Remember, remember – He's trying to do crowd control, man. It's the only word for it because he's he's doing the Patrick Mahomes, you know, I'm on the goal line, shut up crowd, shut up Arrowhead, and they're it's just he's like he's fanning the flames, and and he doesn't really he doesn't sound like he really wants people to be quiet on this. I love him. He's a good man. Come up here, Lindsay. Come up here, Lindsay. And then you see him side by side. I didn't know Lindsay was that short. Trump is 6'3 or something like that. I right? think he's shrunk over the past If that's the case, years. he's wizened. I think wizened with a Z. I think he's got to be like 5'6 or something. Okay, are you ready? And he grabs the microphone. And then and then his big laugh line, you know, is this Trump country or what? Or whatever. 
Uh, meanwhile, in the White House, um, okay, I'm going off the top of my mind trying to remember this. If you're holding a 5 by 7 card with the actual quote printed in like 20-point Helvetica, practice it once, you know, read it. But and You know, uh, stand here in front of this portrait of the man behind me here. He, uh, he said, and I want to make sure I get the quote exactly right. He said, the better angel, he said, we must address the council and address the better angels of our nature. And we do, and we do well to remember what? what else he said. He said, we're not enemies, but we're friends. It's the middle of the, in the part of the Civil War. He said, we're not enemies, but we're friends. We must not be enemies. Folks, and I've been around. I know I don't look it. I've been around. And all right, so you're a couple champagne flutes into a Joe Biden um, address. But you can see in the video the tops of people's heads looking at each other like, what's he saying? Are you catching this? Are you catching a bit of this? And no, but uh, and and that's the reason why over this weekend, um, besides every Arab in Michigan saying we're going to vote for uncommitted, uh, I mean from mayors on down, um, and others saying you know I never saw it. I, I would say this, but anyone but Biden, and and it, it, part of it is this uh, myth that uh, that he's encouraging a genocide. And and that myth, by the way, is that narrative is empowered by the UN, the World Health Organization, every lefty on every campus, um, and uh, and that's that's how you get a guy pouring gas over his head and uh, lighting himself on fire while live streaming. I mean, and if and so I'm like you know I'm 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 not going to play how this ends, but I'm an active duty member of the United States Air Force, and I will no longer be complicit in genocide. So uh, he he goes through with it, and uh, he's dad, and I, um, seeing that, and seeing money or checks that were written to the committee to reelect the president, getting stop payment on them, that's why you reach in your quiver and you pull out the Newsom, and you get him out there just just insisting that, well, what are you talking about? I'm here to celebrate Biden. He's done so darn well. He's just doing so great. And I'm so good looking. Did you notice that? So that's that's how you get. Uh, Let's talk about you. How to run this. in 2024. I mean, are you got to be kidding. I, I am here celebrating the extraordinary accomplishments. I'm pouring a big vat of Biden all over myself and then lighting an ice cream cone. That's what uh, Gavin's doing on, uh, on that one. But. Um, anyway, uh, we'll turn back uh, locally here in just a second. Ryanair is saying, what's the point of putting a deposit down on planes that aren't going to be delivered for years? And when they are, the doors are going to pop off or something. A wake-up call, possibly, for Boeing. Uh, and a call to come home to the broad, broad, majestic Duwamish. Uh, back in the second AM 770 KTTH.
AM 770 KTTH French Suits uh, here. If you had to be, do you think there's one evil bone in your body? Yes, in fact. I know. Everyone, that's the news. You're capable of anything. But I got to tell you, talking to the mother of a dead guy, I would not say, quote, time is not on your side. The body's decomposing. That's uh, Alexei Navalny's uh, mother said one investigator had told her, time's not on your side. The body is decomposing. Uh, on that one. Um, I have to uh, close this one up. Um, so just say, hey, I'm starting an AI company. Who's on board? In May, Anthropic, one of the world's hottest artificial intelligence startups, raised a cool $450 million from investors, including Google and Salesforce. Uh, because who, who doesn't want a piece of that action, right? Uh, everybody, it's the hottest thing. It's, it's almost like uh, Sam Bankman-Fried, almost, sort of. Uh, anyway, where's the number we're looking at? Uh, by August, they had landed $100 million, blah, 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 blah. Uh, Amazon committed... Four billion, followed by two billion more from Google. With an alien. Yeah. That's a pretty good round of financing there on something that most people have no idea, you know, what it is. Uh, so turning a little more inward uh, here, Ryanair may be forced to cut flights and raise fares in the peak summer season this year because crisis hit Boeing can't deliver the planes it promised. I've never been on Ryanair. I mean, apparently it's the cuttest rate of cut rate European airlines. Do they even fly to the U.S.? I hadn't heard of I, them until now. They're not on the West Coast. But, I mean, they've been a big deal for a long, long time, um, and people are happy with them because they're cheap and they're on time. Until recently, Ryanair was expecting Boeing to deliver, because they deliver you. How about you deliver for me? 57 MAX 8 200 planes by the end of April. <clears throat> Reuters reported that the CEO of the company, who now is named, uh, it's an Irish company, O'Leary, um, on Friday, the CEO said he was pretty sure the airline would receive between 20, 30 and 40 aircraft, but they're they're going to get something back. We don't really know how many aircraft we're going to get from Boeing, according to Reuters. Where When is um, St. Patrick's Day again? Is It's in March, right? That's correct. What are we doing for April Fool's? We totally booted it last year. I'm, I'm saying heads up. I see it coming down the pike on the calendar. I don't celebrate made-up holidays or it really is sort of a made-up holiday. Anyway. But it's so easy to do in radio. I think we'll be live from McNeil Island. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, I'm, you know, something like that. Uh, well, uh, no joke, no fool. Uh, Pioneer Square may suck, and uh, so says woman in wheelchair smoking. By the way, because. There was a murder and two people wounded by the gunfire uh, early, early, early Sunday morning. And uh, that's uh, that's not good. Now, is it? All is quiet outside OHM nightclub. In and by the way, heads up. <laughs> that's, a that's a measurement in electronics. O OHM is an ohm. And actually, they had the ohm symbol, the omega. Anyway, I'm just saying it's not OHM nightclub. It's ohm. What does an ohm measure? You do electronics. It's got to be sound, right? It's got to be a thing. It's got to be something. I, but I even I knew that ohm is a measurement. It's like... Um, Electrical resistance? Like decibels. It's not named after a guy. I don't know. But uh, is it? I think the symbol's an omega. Anyway, ohm, ohm nightclub, not OHM. Pioneer Square. But overnight Sunday, witnesses describe a different scene. And I was looking over here at the club. 
And all I did was a vehicle drive by and started I don't pick them. I don't, I'm not a field producer. When when all you've got, the only resident you've got is in a wheelchair smoking and sounds like that. that that's what you put on camera. Uh, there's a law, apparently. It's like you don't have to. But if your editor says, and come back with MOS, that's newspeak for man on street. Place. Or man, man smoking in wheelchair, or woman smoking in wheelchair. Drive by and started shooting up the place. This woman was outside her apartment having a cigarette when the gunshots rang out. It was consecutive. People were running. SDOT cameras positioned at 4th and Washington show EMS and Seattle police converging outside the... Anyway, authorities show up. Uh, and Excuse me? Take the casualties away. One, one chap was taken by automobile to Harborview where he succumbed to his injuries, uh, as they say. Um, smoking. Um, I think I, I, I think some people are having a cigarette and other people are having a smoke. And our, our queen of Pioneer Square is having a smoke. Adding the 100 block of South Washington Street has them concerned for everyone's safety. The club basically has had some problems. This is a bad neighborhood that we live in. There you go. <laughs> so live from Punxsutawney. <laughs> so there you go. Um, and, of course, I'm not uh, amused or bemused by anyone having to deal with homicides in their neighborhood. But so um, there's, uh, there's that. I, I wish that woman well. I wish everybody good luck in all of your endeavors. Bless her heart. Yes. God, you know what? God bless your heart on, on that one. And, and by the way, so I, I know it's radio, but I'm, I'm dealing with an email from someone who says that I'm engaging in exactly what I – criticize treating people like children. I'm just saying, I think it's gratuitous. I don't mean like in the Biden sense where a special prosecutor says he's like an old man who forgot everything. I'm, I'm just saying that this airman who immolated himself, who burned himself to death in front of the Israeli embassy, uh, douses himself in gas and then lights the pool around himself, immolates himself. He's he yells free Palestine once, and then every time after that, while well, he can still make sound because he's breathing fire until he can't scream anymore. I'm glad you didn't play that part on the air. I know. I, I'm that's where I'm cutting it off. And that because I you you shouldn't see it. There's nothing good about it. Why he did it, I think he was mentally disturbed before he lit that match. I think that th this propaganda that we're helping uh, genocide. Uh, I mean, if if someone on active duty, in uniform, said these words to me, I would immediately take the container out of his hand. I am an active duty member of the United States Air Force, and I will no longer be complicit in genocide. I So at that point, I'd be asking, what are you talking about? The Air Force is not complicit in genocide in Israel. I'm about to engage in an extreme act of protest, but compared to what people have been experiencing in Palestine at the hands of their colonizers, it's not extreme at all. And you heard Netanyahu and even the UN sources have said, yeah, Hamas is hijacking aid convoys. Uh, so there's that. So the, the guy don't sound right in the head to begin with. And he's already posted on social media that he's about to do this. He's holding a container of gasoline. This is what our ruling class has decided will be normal.
And he believes that there's a ruling class and all things. So he gets in front of the Israeli embassy and pours it on himself. And he brought the camera on a tripod so he could live stream his own death. Or at least his burning. I don't know if, if he it, it thought he would live through this or, or, or what. But he pours it over himself and that's as much as I'm going to play. And uh, a, a really uh, horrible video and I won't be a part of uh, even getting the sound on there. All I know is if it's just blood curdling um, is uh, what it is. All right, when we come back, um, the Russian ambassador said a whole bunch of lies and stuff uh, at the UN. Unfortunately uh, for that chap, the uh, representative, the foreign minister of Poland knows his history. And it turns out that Poland didn't invade Germany. Germany invaded Poland. So a, a correction, if you will, by the uh, Poles with an open mic that uh, that he used uh, to uh, to his uh, to his credit. Back on that uh, hour number three after the same 770 KTTH.